Tracy. I'm glad to have some time to spend to talk about Psalms 22. It's very interesting in Psalms 22. Look what it says. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I cry out every day, but you do not answer. Every night, but I find no rest. Yet, you saved our ancestors. When they cried out to you, they were saved. They trusted in you, and you did not let them down. But I am nothing but a worm. Everyone mocks me saying, if he trusts in the Lord, let the Lord save him. Yet, you brought me into this world. Don't be do not be far from me. I'm surrounded by trouble, and there's no one to help me. My enemies encircle me like wild beasts, like a pack of dogs close to me, tearing at my hands and feet. So do not stay away, Lord. Come quickly. Rescue me from these wild beasts. I'll tell everyone you what you have done. I will praise your name. For you do not neglect the poor or ignore their suffering, but answer when they call for help. Everyone will bow down before you, and the future generations will be told that the Lord saved his people. That is powerful. First, we need to know a couple things about David. David wrote this. David killed a bear, and King Saul wanted David to get killed. But David didn't. Instead, he played the harp. Can you imagine doing that? And David got five stones, and he did something with it. He killed Goliath. And he was young that time. I think no one can believe that David killed Goliath. Whoa, that is just amazing. David wrote the 23rd Psalms, which my, this is my second favorite. First, after we learned a couple things about David, David is a Christian. He trusted Jesus. But actually, David needs to know something. This, what he said is incorrect. He said, my God, why have you forsaken me? He thinks God is far from him, but he's not. He is far from God. I love that David, he wrote at the end that he's not far from God. At the end, he's not far from God. It's like a book. Like, first you read a book, and then it starts with a happy, and it starts with a, like, a happy, then it goes in the middle, then it's mad, and then it's a sad part. And then it's, hap and it's happy again. Well, and this sounds kind of like that, but he is begging to God. It's kind of like it, but the Bible's not like a book because there's different stories in the Bible. I thought it would be a good idea to get some input, insight, and advice from a few people. I'm going to hear from Patsy, my grandmother, it's Xavier. Is a teenager in high school. Ashley is a college student, and Jedediah is my friend in church. Valor, my brother and best friend. 
Let's go to the newsroom. Hi, my name is Omega, and today I'm going to share with you a couple interview questions. And can you please introduce yourself? And you're my brother, so I know your age. And but son, the listeners might listeners might not know your age. So can you please introduce yourself? Okay, my age is Cuban six minus one and four plus one. Okay, so that's two equations. So it's five. Good morning, Granny. Good morning, Omega. And how are you this beautiful day? I'm good. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Xavier. Hi. Hi, Jedediah. I'm second grade and I'm seven years old. Can you please share what something about you? Okay. My name is Jedediah Dimmelston and I'm in first grade. I go to H. O. Johnson Elementary and my school is Bethany. Okay. Thank you. Share something you know about Jesus with the listeners. Jesus is strong. He tells stories to people about God to make more followers. He heals people when they are sick. Okay. I can re- relate to that. And share something you know about Jesus with the listeners. That he is more holy than anything. Right. And I think the Bible explains that too. On Moses. I don't know what chapters it like. I don't know. So, can you please share something that you know about Jesus with our listeners? I will be happy to. Because Jesus is my very, very dear friend. And... Why I call him my dear friend is because I have a special, special, special relationship with him. I spend uh, a good portion of every day talking to Jesus. I think about it as uh, being on my cell phone and never pushing in. So that means that anytime I want to praise him, I just say, thank you, Jesus. You helped me from hitting that car in front of me. Or if I'm having an especially bad day, I said, Jesus, give me the guidance that I need to make it through. So um, that's my relationship that I have with Jesus. Sure. So for sure, one thing I know is that Jesus is someone who will fight for you. He will do anything, whatever it takes to be with you and to make sure that you know that he loves you. Okay, thank you. Right now, my favorite scripture is Psalms 22. Do you have one? Yeah. What is it? The Lord be with you, mighty man of valor. My favorite scripture is Psalms 22. Do you have one? I certainly do. My favorite scripture is all about love. And it comes from 1 Corinthians 13. It states that you can have many, 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 many gifts. 
But if you don't love, you have nothing. So above all things, love is first. Yes. Right now, my favorite Bible verse is 2 Samuel 12, verse 15. And because the Lord loved him, he sent word to Nathan the prophet to name him Jedediah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Mine, that's a really good one, but mine is James 2 right now. And it kind of just talks about how you should treat others and how to put your faith into your everyday life. It's really inspiring. Okay. Thank you. Favorite scripture? Um, I like uh, 2 Timothy. I read a while ago. Okay. In Psalms 22, there says, My God, why have you forsaken me? Have you ever felt far from God? Please share that experience with the listeners. When I do God, I get punished. Thank you for sharing that. Valor Hughes. So what do you do when you feel sad or lonely? Hmm. When I feel sad or lonely, I try to listen to some nice Christian music, my favorite ones, and just listen to the words and see how I can apply it to my situation, why I'm feeling sad. And I talk to God a little bit about it too. Okay, thank you. Uh, I mean, one of the things I do is just pray to God and tell him to look out for me. Uh, tell him to help me out with this, whatever I'm going through, and I'm sure it'll get to me. So I just had nothing to worry about. Okay. I think at times, um, you know, some of us may feel like God isn't there for us, that our lives don't feel like God is looking out for us, but chances are he he probably is and he just hasn't got to us yet and at some point in the future he will come to us and help us with whatever we're struggling with what do you do when you feel sad or lonely i usually just go into my room and do something and i lay down on my bed okay i'm going to try that what do you do when you feel sad or lonely Lay on the floor. I knew you were going to say that, and that's what I do, too. And sometimes, here's what you can do. You can pray and figure out something, what you can do. Just like I told you at the beginning, I have a relationship with Jesus, and I can get him on my phone anytime. I can just start talking to him because I haven't pressed in the conversation. So when I'm down in the dumps, Jesus, I'm calling you. When I'm happy about something, I'm praising him. Have you ever talked to Jesus? How yeah. do you feel? Good. Great. Amazing. More powerful. Thank you. And that's some good points.
Had you ever talked to Jesus and how did it make you feel? Yes, I have. It was really cool. It made me feel kind of like I'm getting a big hug, like really warm and happy. It was really cool to hear. Sometimes I hear him talking back to me. It's really nice. <laughs> I didn't, I, okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Have you ever talked to Jesus? How does it make you feel? Um, it makes me feel like I'm his child. It makes me feel like I have a friend that I can count on. Um, you know, there's a song that's called uh, Have a Little Talk with Jesus. And when you have that little talk with Jesus, if you're happy, you're still jubilant. If you're down, then you know that he's going to make it all right. There's an old saying that says, if you're going to pray or if you're going to talk to Jesus, don't worry. If you're going to worry, don't talk to Jesus and tell him about it. Don't pray. So Jesus is my rock. Okay. There's a song called What a Friend We Have in Jesus. It says, what a privilege is to carry everything to God through. Do you think it's important to share your good days and your bad days with Jesus? Why? Because Lord Jesus won't know what you're doing. Won't know what you're saying. Thank you. And in Psalm 22, let's go back there. He says, my God, why have you forsaken me? And he thinks God is far from him. And he should pray, even though God's close to him. He sailed away. God didn't go away from him. He went away. <laughs> have you ever felt close to God? Please share that experience with our with our listeners. So I have felt very close to God. Typically, one time that stands out would probably be when I was really, really sad and kind of mad. And I didn't know what to do. And God was just like, listen to me. I'll tell you what to do. And he just kind of helped me go through the situation. And it was really nice because I felt like I could just hear him talking to me and telling me what to say and what to do. Have you ever felt close to God? Please share that experience with our listeners. I feel close to God basically every time I go to church because I know me, my mom, the pastor, and everybody there, we're all Christians. We're all trying to get close to God. And I think it just brings us all together. And in general, I think it just brings us closer to him since we're all, you know, grouped up as a community. Okay. Yes, when I pray. Okay. There's a song called What a Friend We Have in Jesus. It says, what a privilege it's to carry everything to God in prayer. Do you think it's important to share good days and your bad days, Jesus? Why? Yes, I do. I actually recently did an assignment on that for one of my classes, and we talked about that. And we read something in Luke 5, and it's basically Jesus was like, hey, 
people who are healthy don't really need a doctor, right? He comes here for the people who are sinners to make them righteous. And when you think of that, it helps me at least remember that in the good and the bad, God wants to hear about it. He wants to help you. He wants to be with you. And it's really important to let him know. He's like your best friend. and He wants to get all of your updates about your life. Hey, thanks for sharing that with me. No problem. Uh, I do think it's important to share good and bad days because I think it's important to share almost every day with God. Let him know what you're going through. Let him know what's, what, what's good is happening. Let him know what's bad is happening. Uh, I'm sure God and Jesus will love to know that. And I'm sure they'll find a way if you have a bad day that they'll work, they'll, they'll work their way to make, to make the next day a good day. Okay. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yes, because Jesus can make your day better if it's bad. That is helpful to our viewers. And thank you for sharing that with me. And okay. Bye. bye. Can I leave? I was driving the other day and um, I was paying attention. But I know when you drive, you have to drive what they call defensively. You have to anticipate what the other driver is going to do. But um, I guess I didn't anticipate correctly. And a driver swerved almost in front of me. And but for God, but for God, I would have hit him. So I know that it was God who saved me from having a bad accident. So um, that is one experience why I know that, and, and it, let me go back a little bit. Immediately after that, one of the first things I said was, thank you, Jesus, because I know it was him that saved me from a bad accident. Okay. Bye, Nanny. We're done? Thank you for answering these questions. Okay. Well, thank you for being such a good host. It was indeed a pleasure. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Hope you have a great day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for asking me. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Bye. I hope you have a great day. Bye. Brother, that is six plus one. Bye. Bye. Hearing about other people's experiences is helpful to us. To recap, all of our guests seem to agree that prayer is the key to staying close to God. For the illustration, we're going to the pool of Bethesda. This is an illustration of Psalms 22. This is the strong tower where Jesus is, and the strong tower never moves. And this is us. We sometimes drift off from God, and Drifting off from God is like waves. 
waves of trouble, waves of dis disappointment, waves of sadness. And sometimes we choose to do the wrong things. And we make ourselves be far from God. And I'm going to show you how this tower stays here and how this this boat moves. Look like a boat drifting off down here. And these are waves of trouble or disappointment or of sadness. why God is so far from him. What we just learned is God never moves. He stands strong in trouble. He stands strong in illnesses. He stands strong in disappointment. Even we, when we are sad, he stands strong. He stands strong when we are born. Even before when we are born. He stands strong forever. That's why we read the Bible. In Psalms 22, David, David said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I cry out every day, but you do not answer. And David finds no rest. He thinks God is far from him. But actually, God is close to him. He is far from God. Maybe because he is in the ways of trouble or in sin. And then God says, I am close to you to encourage David. God is with us in disappointment, in illness, at school, during recess, and even when we are sad, and Jesus was our Savior before and we were born, before anything was created, Jesus was created. And thank you for watching. Hi, Emma Witch. What we learned today is that God never moves. God never changes. When you have trouble, God never changes. When you feel tired and you think God is far from you and you're weak, God never changes. When you feel sad or lonely, God never changes. And those people that we interviewed today gave us some great points of how God never changes. And if you feel far away from God, here's a couple things you can do. First, pray to God. Second, think that God is never far from you, whatever you do. When you go to recess, never far. School, never far. Confuse that math, never far. There are some things you can keep think about. Another thing you can think about is read the Bible. If you're a person that works a lot, doesn't read the Bible a lot, you should, in your free time, because I think of free time, like while you're on the bed, you should read your Bible. And I prefer flipping to Psalms 22.
and, and we're going to end with a prayer. Dear Jesus, thankful that we learn that God never changes, even when we have times of trouble. And you are a mighty rock. And please help us to be a strong tower like you and never drift off and think of things to do when we're sad or lonely or far from God. But when we're far from God, God's never far from us. So please help us to remember that. Like Psalm 22 says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And he cries out to God, and then God answers. That's what I love about it. And if you don't have a favorite scripture because you haven't been reading the Bible much, or you did, but you just don't, please find one. If you haven't been reading the Bible, read the Bible. Because it's an amazing thing for you. In Jesus' name, amen.